Hello, everyone, and welcome back after an extended break to Spinning the Reel. I'm your host, Evan. And I am your host, Cody. And together, Evan, the two of us make family That's and this right. quality podcast. So we've been on, uh, so busy the last couple of weeks, but you know what? Nothing is stronger than family. So we're back to talk about another famous family, the British Royals. This whole episode will be about the British royal family. Yeah, psych, not the Toretto family and the Fast 9 series, or Fast 9 and the whole series to go along with it. No, yeah, we are going to be talking about Fast 9, guys. Yep, Fast 9. We've also got, because you missed us so much, we've decided to come back with a double feature. We're also going to be talking about the new Chris Pratt movie on Amazon Prime, The Tomorrow War. So if, you, uh, if you're into action movies that are... Uh, decidedly mediocre this is the episode of spinning the reel for you <laughs> way to way to spoil our ratings already evan god sum it up in the intro already you know what let's just you talk know, about the british royal people know what they're into yeah let's info, just talk yeah. about the british royal family now i'm i don't need to talk about these movies let's talk about that instead you've already you've already gone you know it. it was princess diana's birthday recently happy and... birthday to princess diana who's dead unfortunately Anyway, this is not what this episode is about. We are going to talk about also, we're going to play a little quiz about the the Fast and the Furious movies uh, that Cody is going to ace. I can just feel it. Um, but you with know that, it. Cody. Let's uh, right in. Yeah, let's do it. Our father now, I will always be in your heart. Little Brian, I have a gift for you. Your daddy gave me this. No, I'm going to give it to you. It's very special. It's for protection from what's coming. All right, Cody. First up is a movie that you have been imploring me to watch no. for the better part of a week now. No. Did you that like that? F9. Did you like all those comments on every movie you watched that wasn't no. F9? Why because not? It made me feel like you were like actually upset. No, I wasn't. But it was funny because you saw like seven movies you, before you, really you saw hurt, and it, it it made me feel bad. You know, I was like, oh, no, my cousin, he's feeling bad. Yeah, it's all about the family, man. I was like, what the heck, guy? This guy's seen seven movies and he says he doesn't have time. And yet here he is. <laughs> Do you know all how these long other- this movie is, Cody? Are you aware? <laughs> it's a long movie. It's a long movie. All right. Well, I did get around to it. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about this movie. What what is F9? Oh, God. It's about cars and stuff that explodes and physics is completely out the window for anything ever feasible. But uh, long story short, Dom's brother comes back into play in this one and he's kind of the bad guy. And I don't I don't even remember. It's been actually two weeks since I've seen this. And isn't there some type of like cyber chip that has like the power to like control any supercomputer? So that's like who they're. Yeah, there's some weird orb that like lets them control missile systems. There you go. See, but it's about oh, ultimately, though, this is about family. So thank you. That's all you had to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to give a little bit more. You yeah, got to give the people what they want. Yeah. Um. So I wasn't expecting a whole lot out of this movie. I'm sure you went into it not expecting much either. Let's let's set the table here. How many Fast and Furious movies have you seen? I have. Oh, man, I've seen the first three. I've seen the first two. I remember seeing Tokyo Drift, which I believe was the third one, I guess. So I've seen those so. three. I've watched Hobbs and Shaw, I guess, when we started the movie podcast. I think we did an episode on it. We did. So that I guess that that's part of the franchise. It's not really the F9, but whatever. Or the F Fast and Furious series in terms of these ones. but And then this one. So 
I guess five. Five of them have I've seen. I've, I skipped the whole four, five, five six, seven, eight. It's not terrible. 50% I have seen maybe. the first one, and I think maybe 10 minutes of the second one. I don't know. I don't really remember. But in uh, Hobbs and Shaw, of course, as we did our, did our episode on that. And I, I think even just to like get things rolling here is if you watch that first one, and you don't see another Fast and Furious movie until the modern ones. It's it's jarring, man. It's because a trip. The first one is this like super serious, like gritty street racing movie about like a street crew and a cop infiltrating them. And it's like, it's very grounded, very serious. Yeah, of course. And this movie is off the fucking rails. It's like whoever <laughs> wrote it did a whole bunch of cocaine and said, what if we drove a car into a bridge? And it flew, and everyone's like, "Hell yes!" And you know what, Cody? It rocks. That rules. I, I like it better that way. The first Fast and the Furious movie sucked. It was so boring and terrible and dumb. And this movie is terrible and dumb, but at least it's fun. I, I don't know about that, man. I think it was just so <laughs> off the walls that I was just like, "This would never ever." I mean, like I said, this broke every law of physics, and they've Good. been doing this for <laughs> I don't should. know how long. <laughs> But it's interesting because it's like you're right. Talk about the first one. The first one is grounded because I feel like the first like this franchise to me was like originally built for people who were like into cars. Right. Like, mm-hmm. yes, the actions there. It's not obviously all 100 percent real, but like the the racing and stuff and all that. Like there was there was roots of like actual like car lovers that was like, oh, yeah, yeah I appreciate this stuff. I appreciate, you know, like drag racing and stuff. could see yeah exactly like that street racing yeah. is a thing and stuff and so back that you know when fast and furious came out like that was the focus target and audience and mm-hmm. then the second one comes out right ever and you get tokyo drift which again I've, I've watched these movies like one time and i've never gone <laughs> back to them and uh this movie isn't going to be any different but regardless i digress um and you're right and it's what it just kills me is i have seen hobbs and Shaw's stuff and I could just tell they continue to build these elaborate schemes yeah. where it's just like, what is like, that is your goal is just to one up the most crazy nonsensical. Yes. Yeah. And for me, I get it. It is absurd. It is off the walls, crazy, but it's like, even in that it's like, what is the point, dude? Like what, what you've gone so far away from your original premise where it's like, I don't even know what you're like, what is your end goal? And then you talk about family in this one. And it took me nine movies to realize Dom had a brother. What? (laughs) Yeah, because I think they just invented that for this movie. That is my point. They have run out of ideas other than one upping like their latest and greatest stunt. But but man, that rocks. (laughs) Like, that's so awesome. I mean, look, the the joke, there's the running joke, right? Even before this movie came out, there were memes about like, it's all about the family or whatever. (laughs) That's the best part of this movie is just the memes. The funniest thing about it, too, is like, Everybody knows it's dumb. The people that make these movies know that it's dumb and off the walls and it's gone too far. But they're just like, fuck it. We're just, we're going to drive a car into space. Why not? (laughs) You have the budget. You have the technology. Why not drive a car into space? I don't understand what the problem with that is. (laughs) I, I, my problem, I guess, is just like, what, like, what is the end goal? Like, there's no... There's no, te- I mean, I, I I guess you don't need tension or whatever, but like, at least in the first ones, it's kind of like, ooh, what's going to happen in this one? 
it just progressively keeps going and there's just no rhyme or reason to why it keeps going. Yeah. They have like those like magnetic like things in their cars in this one too, that were just like, you're not worried about anyone dying. You're not worried about like anything honestly really happening to Mm -hmm. this core group. This is your core group. You have gone through nine movies ultimately until this franchise ends this like nothing I assume is going to happen to these characters and stuff. And no matter how bad shit, crazy, this stuff off the walls goes, you know, like in the end, it's like, whatever the end goal is, it's like, all right, we're there. And for me, it's like, because of that, I'm like, it just, yes, it was very actiony. Yes. It was very over the top, but at the same time, it was like, I was kind of bored. I was just like, there's nothing as exciting as they try and make this because they're trying to one up each other. I just wasn't like invested and enveloped Mm -hmm. in what was going on. Of course, there's some good laughs. Like I'm not going to lie. There was some funny stuff. I really liked, I will say that like Ludacris and like Tyrese Gibson, I'm glad they like kept that dynamic duo. Like they were ultimately the best part of this movie going forward. I I didn't realize that Ludacris acted because like I've never (laughs) seen these movies and these are like the only movies he's in more or less. But he's pretty good. Like, he was pretty good in this movie. Yeah, so, like, that stuff still, whatever. That that stuff still kind of works. So that it, it, it drives it along and stuff. And that, that stuff could be fun. But, like, overall, it's just, like, man, I, like, you guys have just run its course. And, you you know, I get it. Like, for you who hasn't seen so many, and maybe that is, uh, honestly, a huge benefit for your case on why you maybe haven't seen one. one do the same thing, like, a dozen yeah, times. Yeah, and I think for people, you know, I, I have seen a few like glimpses of other ones and stuff where I've seen like, you know, YouTube mm-hmm. videos and stuff get surfaced and stuff. And you see these things and it's fast and furious and stuff. And so I know like these stunts have elaborated off of each other and, and whatnot, but it's just like, man, I am, I'm over this dude. Like this just, I, I don't know what else you could do. Yeah. I think so. I, I don't know. The, the thing that I think about it is, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. They're doing a bunch of nonsensical stuff. None of it's grounded in reality. They, they drive a car into a fucking suspension bridge and like try and grab the rope with the tire as if like it's ridiculous but it's fun you know and and i look at at a number of the movies that we've watched even for this podcast or in in recent memory like the army of the dead or like the the godzilla movies that we watched after the first one kong skull island in there too mortal Kombat, like all these movies that are unrelentingly silly but are so serious about what they're doing that they like they think that they're making like cinema but the movie just sucks and it's like ridiculous doesn't make any sense this movie is ridiculous and doesn't make any sense but like everybody in it knows that it doesn't make sense and they're just like we're just gonna do the coolest shit that we can do with these cars and why not like i I went to see this with uh with my little cousin he's like 11 and his um his comments during like after the movie he's like that was so cool but i don't understand where they kept getting all the cars from and I'm like, yeah, that's that's this movie. It doesn't explain shit to you, but it's just like, we're just going to do cool shit and we're just going to have fun with it. Like how many times in this movie does somebody like fly off of a vehicle or like through the air and get caught by a car? Like they spin around and catch the person on the hood of a car as if that would make any difference. And, and they just roll away unscathed. And it's it's awesome, dude. It's just like, you have to completely suspend disbelief to enjoy this movie but if you suspend that disbelief you're just like hell yeah dude that car just got magnet dragged through a building <laughs> let's go i i just i can't dude i can't and it, it's like any mistake they've ever made in this franchise it's just like you know what 
we can bring characters back from the dead because they bring like Hans back in this one. It's just that's like the other thing. Everybody <laughs> loves Han. Why not bring him back? Why, why, did take, why did it take six <laughs> movies to give people what Who they want? That we killed him off six movies ago. They had plenty of time <laughs> to be like, back. let's give the people what they want. I, I just think this is so far gone from why they made this. <laughs> and now you're just adding, right? You've added the rock. You've added, uh, yep. uh, John Cena, I, mm-hmm. I made a comment in my like letterbox review. Like you're gonna add like Jason Momoa or like just these big like wrestler guys. Uh, you know John Bautista speaking of Army of the Dead. Like the, like I'm gonna see these guys in this movie before this franchise end. Like almost <laughs> not? my words. Like why so, is Charlize Theron there? <laughs> she just stood in a box the whole movie. But well, she killed somebody. Look cool. <laughs> but she why not? Cool. <laughs> like uh, the whole thing is nonsense, but. You telling me you went to this movie and you just, like you didn't even have any fun I watching fun. the nonsense that that transpires? I, I had a little bit of fun, but I like I said, it's just I'm just I don't know. I feel like I've seen a few more movies than you, and in terms you of have the, the Fast and the Furious <laughs> franchise and the Fast and the Furious yeah, franchise. I know I've been uh, slacking a little bit lately, but man, <laughs> no. But uh, I don't know, man, like I really enjoyed like the first few, like I said, I've seen glimpses. Honestly, I feel like I've seen like half a movie with the one with the rock in it at one point. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, man, what is this anymore? And yes, it's actiony. Yes, it's kind of carsy and stuff. And it's nonsensical. And, and I yeah. get it. Like the, the ropes, uh, the cable scene on the bridge and stuff was like, this will never, Fox. ever happen. Fucking and it's kind of cool. The same with the space thing. You know, we make the joke like about it, like. <laughs> The best part of this movie is all the memes that have now occurred after the fact. Like, yeah, you don't need, you know, there is no such thing as physics or common sense or any of that when it comes to family. And it's like, That's right. All right. Whatever. Like, I get it. It's like the blockbuster thing of the summer right now. And and for that, it's like, yeah, kudos. Like everyone's talking about it, at least into that. Well, it goes to show you people really aren't burnt out on the whole thing. You know, <laughs> yeah. when I watched the first one, well, they've definitely like around the time that uh, Fast 7 came out. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think it was Fast 7. <laughs> I, I watched the first one and I was like, they made seven of these movies. What? Like this sucks. And this has like no immediate like indication that it should be appealing for like a franchise, but like they, they found a way, man. They just like, we're just going to do the cool stunts and that's, that's it. I think they've moved it to where it's like, it appeals to more of us. Like we're not cars, you know, we're not into the car scene. We're not into the sure. racing scene. We're not into that kind of stuff. So I think it's moved its appeal away from that, realizing it's like, oh, we can get more people to watch it if it ends up occurring to be like these, like the way they are right now. Um, but that's the thing. It's just like, like I said, it's it's crazy how actiony this movie was because it was mm-hmm. nothing but, you know, cars going vroom and boom and all that kind of hell stuff. Yeah. And, and yeah, There's hell a yeah. Character but called Mr. Nobody. <laughs> I, I assume he's been in other movies. They reference him a lot, but why uh, not? <laughs> But it's just like, man, like it's it's crazy how all that can happen. And yet at the end of it all, it's like, yes, I wasn't bored, but I wasn't like excited either. I was just yeah. like, okay, I saw what I saw. And yes, I get it. But, you know, but I was just, okay, thanks. I'll see you at F10. Like, I'm still going to go see the next sure. one that eventually comes out. Like this, this franchise isn't over. Who knows if we'll ever no. die. Is it going to go to the moon next, man? <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> Just, yeah, it, it's it's so silly i mean the, the, the whole thing is silly but i guess my my whole point as to why i think i enjoyed this movie a little more than you did is like the expectations weren't there this wasn't trying to be a, some like clever deep movie it's like that's like barb and star go to vista del mar right 
we like that movie. That movie is dumb and silly, but it leans in and it's not like trying to be really anything else, you know, kind of, you know, similar. It's about found family, but this movie, same thing, you know, it's just like, we're going to do ridiculous shit. We don't care if it's stupid. We're just going to, we're going to do it because we can, because people will pay a lot of money to see it. And like, (laughs) Like, honestly, they, they went from being, like, street racers that were, like, sort of gang-affiliated, kind of, in the first movie. And now they're, like, secret agents that live on a farm. I don't I don't understand any of it. I don't know how they got from point they A to live point on B. A farm. I don't really care how they got from point A to point B, but, yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, maybe I'll have to watch every single movie in order just to get to where... This the slow build. Yeah, just a slow build to understand. Okay, I appreciate this. I will absolutely never go back and watch (laughs) these movies. (laughs) And maybe that's my point. I mean, maybe that is my exact point. I mean, I'm gonna forget about this movie. Honest, I have. It's been down two weeks since I've seen it, and I couldn't even tell you everything. It's definitely one of those things where it's like I enjoyed myself watching it. Don't regret having seen it. Yeah, but man, I, I I I do not care about the backstory of these characters or how they got there or any of that. Sure. Ultimately, all we can say is don't disrespect family, guys. That's right. You're always family. We so. love our spinning the real family. Yeah, love you guys. I don't I don't really have anything else to say about this nope. movie. Neither I, do I. I'm ready to do what we do best and just round it up. Let's Let round, it up. round up. Go ahead, Cody. Uh, you know what? I originally, I actually had to give this star, uh, this movie, an extra half a star. Thinking about on it, just because, just you because, I did waver, and it was mostly like I said, it's just like you know what? This is a block summer blockbuster. The memes are real. If you can catch everyone's attention the way you do, maybe there's a little bit something more there. But regardless, still not my favorite. Still not my highest rated. Two and a half. Two and a half. Leaving it at that. No that's, higher. That's perfectly fair. I uh, I enjoyed myself. I had a good time. My cousin thought it was cool, so that works. Um, I gave it I gave it three stars. Three stars. I had fun. and a like. And oh man, this thing could have been half a star and I would have given it a like. Like it's not <laughs> a good movie, but it's I, I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. Oh man. All right, Cody, we had to scramble here to uh, figure out some sort of game. And since neither of us have seen uh, most of the Fast and the Furious movies, I thought it might be fun in honor of Han to uh, <laughs> honor of you Han. That's kind of on the other mainline characters that have died. Now, again, I've not seen these movies. I do not know any of these characters. Um, I will I will tell you who they are. OK, OK. Um, you can tell me how they died. That's that's how this game's gonna work. It's real simple. Do I get to like? I'm just gonna guess a movie number that they're into. You, yeah, you can guess what movie they're in. So this one should be easy. Okay. Um, the character is named Brixton Lore, Brixton. played by Idris Elba. So if you remember who Idris Elba is, you will know which movie he was in because he was only in one. And I know <laughs> you've seen it. <laughs> Uh, how did how did Brixton Lore die and in which movie? Uh, he was in a street race. Had to be one of the first ones because if I'd seen it, it had to be one of the first. Oh, you know what? Wait a minute. Shoot, was that Hobbs and Shaw? 
no way it was Hobbs. It was Hobbs and Shaw. Yep. And I don't remember how he died. I do remember there was a huge plane and they were all hooked on the plane at some point in that movie or a helicopter, I should say, not a plane. Mm-hmm. And that thing got like spun around and stuff. I bet he was one of those tail end cars that flew off. And then that's how he died. This says car that goes boom. He, uh, Hobbs and Shaw triggered the kill switch in his head, and then he fell to his death off a cliff. I was like half there. Yeah, I was at the there. cliff. The helicopter was at the cliff. All right. He was the main villain in that movie, wasn't he? You, you feel strongly about that. You feel like you did well. Honestly, I could just say he died in a car crash explosion, and I would probably get all these right. But okay, the fun number two. That? Number car two. Crash. We're going to give you half a point for that one. Number two. Connor Rhodes played yeah. by Christopher Hivju. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like a Danish actor. I think he's in like Game of Thrones or something. He's like the redhead guy. He's always got the big beard. Sure. I think he was in uh, Downhill, if you ever saw that. I don't really know. Um, how did Connor Rhodes die and in which movie? He died in F6. I'm calling it F6. He died in Fast and Furious 6. Couldn't even tell you the title of that movie. Uh, but he died. Connor sounds like a guy. Sorry, Connor, brother Connor. I have a brother. His name's Connor. It's not my real brother. But, uh, I feel like Connor died in one of those underground, like he was about to be discovered and he was with Dom and Dom, he had to make a tough decision. It was like a two way tunnel kind of thing. And he's like, you go this way, I'll go that way. And at some point, you know, in the high speed chase, he just, it has to be dramatic though. It's like, car mm-hmm. flips like four or five times and explodes he hits maybe some like k-rail or something in the middle of the road and and then dom sees him die off in the distance as the car's flipping and stuff and that that is how i feel like my boy connor died and it was an f like i said f6 so so close uh oh, shoot he was the secondary villain in f8 apparently um <laughs> hey, it- and uh, Dom breaks his neck during a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot there could be fist fighting in this, and that's how they could die. He just breaks his neck. Interesting. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Elena Neves, who is played by Elsa Pataki. Don't know Elsa. who that is? Elsa Pataki. She's in this picture uh, right in front of a Subaru. In front of the Subi? Mm-hmm. All right. If she, if if she, if I know that probably has nothing to do with the movie, the Subi in the movie. I, you know, I'll pick Tokyo Drift. Wait, no, Hans dies in Tokyo Drift. I guess other people could die in Tokyo Drift too, if I even remember that movie. I'm picking Tokyo Drift, and uh, she was the passenger in Hans's car. So okay, so she w- was introduced in Fast Five, um, and she apparently recruited Dom to be a secret agent mm-hmm. um he was killed by cypher who is uh, uh charlie charlie theron yeah. um i can't believe i remember that of she all was things. killed by cypher after dom refused to obey her orders this does not say the method with which she was killed by cypher but there's probably a chip in her head too. there you go um, she had a brief relationship with Dom too. Ooh. So there you go. Uh, okay. You ready for another one? You're doing great so far. <laughs> Keep um, going. 
Oh, this one. You're not going to get this one. Uh, <laughs> Riley Hicks, played by Gina Carano. You know who Gina Carano is, right? You know, she's in The Mandalorian. She is uh, in Deadpool. She gets a lot of uh, flack for being uh, racist on the internet. I, I know who she is. And I feel she was definitely one of those. She has to be in one of the movies with The Rock in it. And I feel the like picture the picture of her right here is with The Rock. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, and I think The Rock was in seven. Seven. I'm going to go seven here. And she died. I feel like she was one of the henchmen with The Rock. And I feel like she just got shot like by one of like maybe not Dom, but like one of the crew members. And that, and that's how she died. That is what mm. I feel like. Because I feel like she was with The Rock. Part is like being I know there's like a couple henchmen. Which one is Hobbs? Like, is uh is the Rock Hobbs and that's a very Hobbs. good question. <laughs> I don't okay. know, but here we go. You ready to find out? Because you're completely wrong. What? I really felt like I had. Like, so a good she was recruited by Hobbs, whichever one is Hobbs. I think it's okay. The Rock. It has to uh, be The Rock. To apprehend Shaw, but she was a double agent oh, yeah. for Shaw and the girlfriend of Shaw. Um, she tried to kill someone named Mia, and uh, she died by getting shot by a harpoon gun. Oh, <laughs> shot by a harpoon. Fast and the Furious. Six. Dang it. So I said close. I said she got shot, you know. I could have been vague like the rest of these. How, how are we feeling about this game? You want to keep going? No. Do keep more here? Come on, hit me with your best right, shot. Here's here's one. Honestly, you'll, you'll know who this wait, is. Hold on. Hold on. Before we continue, I want to see all of these characters come back to life somehow, some way. Like no explanation needed. And she just pulls and then, the harpoon out of herself and she's like, <laughs> I actually survived. Yeah. And they're and they all like have like a vendetta against like Dom and stuff. He's like, I'm coming for your family. Like that is a movie I would see. Just saying. Anyways, keep going. Okay, are you ready? The car explodes. Giselle Yashar, portrayed uh, by Gal Gadot. Oh, uh, she's in one of the movies. She was. She was in a flashback in this movie. She was in a flashback in this movie. She was only in one movie, I think. Uh, she dies she's though, huh? She's in, in three, now four, counting this Wh- one. What? All right, she dies. She dies. And she dies. I feel like I've seen this death, so I feel like this isn't fair. I don't know why I remember this one. I'm pretty sure i think she saves hans and kills herself so she does that's right <laughs> <laughs> so this is what it said sadly guess, giselle died you. after she sacrificed herself to save hans life falling to her death as she shot at adolfson whoever that is to this day everyone remembers her selfless and heroic deeds Hey, good job, Gail Gadot. Way to way to be heroic. Way to be the Wonder Woman before you were ever one. Well, actually, what year was that? What movie was that? Uh, that was uh, Fast and the Furious Six, which came out in. I don't know, man. I want to know if she was Wonder things. Woman before she was Wonder Woman. That's all I want to know. I, well, so she was in the series all the way back to Fast and Furious, which I think is the fourth movie. So I think she probably was in this before. Who, who decides these titles, by the way? The Fast and the can Furious. You, can you name the all of them? Movie. Can, can you name the different movies? No, I, I just... Fast and the Furious. Too yep, Fast, Too Furious. Furious. Yes. Tokyo Drift. Okay. 
the Fast and the Furious, like you just said, is number four, which makes absolutely no sense. No, it's, like that the- one's just Fast and Furious. Oh, and then is there like the? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, and I don't even okay, think they so have that, names. That's four. After. What's 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 five? F five. Nope, it's Fast Five. Oh, uh, F six. Uh, no, Fast and Furious Six. Fast and the Furious Seven. Nope, Furious Seven. <laughs> Fateful you know what the Eight. One's called. Is it like? <laughs> It's close. The fate of the furious. Uh, the fate of the furious. And then F9. Yeah. And then, of course, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, um, they have to, I can't wait for 10. I mean, at, at that point, it's like you need the big X. Like, you know, it's going to be like one of those things where it's like a big giant X for like the numeric, like 10. I don't know what they'll call it. They'll probably just, I don't know. I don't have a name for the F10. I wish I did. I wish I had something clever right now, but I don't. Yeah. Um, Give me one more. One, One more. more. All right. I, I feel like I should finish on a strong note because that's the closest I'll probably get in any of these movies. Let's, let's do one more here. All right. Hans dies in Phoenix a car fire. Calderon, uh, portrayed by Laz Alonso. He was the uh, lead henchman of Arturo Braga. The lead henchman. I feel like he got thrown into something. Like, you know, they're fighting on like a. I don't know, like in a factory or something after driving around because that's what you do in Fast that's, and Furious. That's true. That's you drive true. around. You got thrown into a bucket of, uh, I don't know. I feel like you got like thrown into a bucket and then like grinded them up or something. It was like a really tragic, like gruesome. Got, got to tell you, man, yeah. you should have you stuck to basics here. He got <laughs> T-boned by Dom after killing Michelle Rodriguez's character. Who apparently wasn't actually dead. <laughs> Surprise! Still in this movie. Uh, How do you feel? I, you, you feel like your knowledge of Fast and the Furious is? Uh... It got no better. It got no worse. It just tells you how absurd these movies are with <laughs> the way that everyone has now died in it. We love people. It. We love to see it, folks. I love the harpoon death. I, I can't get over that one. That <laughs> is that is the most epic way to just go. Just be like. Yeah, at least they died cool. Yeah, so anyways, thanks for quizzing me. I'm now, you know, now I'm for certain that that was less than 50%. If I asked you how any of them died again, would you be able to tell me? No. (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) That's what this franchise does to me. We are fighting a war 30 years in the future. This is a joke. Our enemy is not human. We need you to fight. You got drafted. I will be back. Why is this happening? What about the teacher's deferment and the veteran's deferment? If I don't go, they're going to draft you in my place. But if something does happen to me, you and Mary will be taken care of. All right, Cody, we are just rolling out the hits today with another big premiere. This one at home. So uh, F9 was a theater-only movie, one of the one of the few to, to come out here uh, that were, like, big. I'd say it's probably the biggest one uh, outside of A uh, Quiet Place 2, probably bigger. Uh, this other one is an at-home movie. We're talking about The Tomorrow War, uh, Amazon Prime's big pitch. So they spent $200 million on this movie Good to for create them. this sci-fi action thing with Chris Pratt in the lead. What is this movie about? It is about... The war of tomorrow, mm-hmm. but in the future. 
That's pretty good. That was like one of my short to the point philosophical thinking questions. Cause this is what this movie does. This movie makes you think like, wait, what? <laughs> what is you going? Think, why did I turn this on and why am I still <laughs> watching it? If that's what you mean. Yeah, I mean, the main character is Chris Pratt, who plays uh, what's his name, Dan Dan Something Forrester. Dumb, yeah, it's Dan Dan Forrester, and he's trying to find a job or whatever, blah blah blah. And you feel like he's not going anywhere, and then boom, here comes the future, and uh, there's this alien species that comes in like 50 years that's basically going to wipe out all of mankind. And I don't even know how they select the people to go back. I think if you're already like dead within that 50 year span, you're like eligible to go fight in this war, mm-hmm. so that you don't like affect whatever like the timeline and uh yeah he goes the back and there's timeline these, there's these alien things that shoot spikes from they look their so stupid i think they look cool i'm ready to fight you on that one they look but, like uh, anti-venom <laughs> yeah anti-venom but uh yeah and you know you have all these people essentially from the past in the future trying to find the weakness to kill these things in the past yeah it's cool I liked it more than Fast Night, actually. Man, the premise is, like, not terrible. That, like, people yeah. in the future are facing sure. extinction and find a way to go to the past. What was to, that like, movie? Get help. It reminds me a lot of that movie with uh, what's-his-name-in-it. Oh, my God. Why can't? Why am I drawing complete blank? I can't help I can't help myself if you can't even help me because I can't explain yeah, what movie you, I'm You gave of. me nothing. You're just like, it reminds me of that one movie with that one guy. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I've does. seen that movie. Hey, you said that you've seen guy. a lot of movies. Yeah, it's uh, this movie's stupid. I mean, and it's this is what one of those ones I'm talking about when I say like this movie is dumb and ridiculous and it like is trying to be serious and it just it doesn't work for me, man. Like, th- th- like I said, the premise interesting, right? But the execution is really bland and boring. There's like a, I guess, spoilers, there's a twist that he like meets his daughter again in the future. And it's like the most obvious thing. You absolutely know, even before she shows up on screen, that that's going to be like, he's going to run into his daughter and she's going to play some significant role. Um, I found the movie that this reminds me of. What is it? It's The Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, sure. And with Tom Cruise and Emily uh, Blunt. Sure. That's the vibes I got from this movie. Isn't The Edge of Tomorrow the one where he like dies, but he just keeps like coming back? Yeah, coming back until like he like figures it out kind of thing. And eventually, yeah, whatever. But like the whole time I was just thinking that, okay, you've got this big sci-fi premise, but why didn't they just go back into the past and like warn everybody where the fucking monsters came from? Because they and never knew. Like, they didn't know, Evan. But, this is a, then, but they this do is a though. Mystery. Because at the end, they're just like, oh, where was the first sighting of the monsters? Oh, it was in Russia? Let's go over there and figure it out. And they could have just done that from the start, but instead they kill off like a huge percentage of the population. My biggest problem that I had with this movie too was, yes, there was a lot of those like, wait, why can't you figure this out? I know they had like a whole like 10 minute spiel about the timeline and how they can't yeah. jump outside of this two year or these two year time window. For, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it has to be this point in time in the past and it has to be this point in time in the future. And you sure. have seven days, blah, blah, blah. It's fine. What pissed me off the whole time is the amount of times Chris Pratt would just in the future run in to try and save his future daughter. And it's like, you're upset to let her go, but she's alive in the past. So like, right. does her death really mean anything in the future? Well, I, like, I think maybe he wants to like spend time with her and like, experience her as an adult since he knows he's gonna die as like in the next few years 
unless he like, I, I don't know how the mechanics of time travel work in this movie or, or if you can alter the past. Apparently you can. So who fucking cares? It's the, it's stupid. But <laughs> I think the thing that bothered me most about the tomorrow war, which it's not even like the mechanics, the mechanics, whatever it's a sci-fi movie. That's, that is what it is, right? It's not even like the suspending disbelief that like humanity could come together to like help fight this war in the future that people wouldn't be like, nah, fuck off. Like, why would I care about what happens to you? Which is absolutely what would happen. Who cares about that? My problem is this movie is just like filled to the brim with a bunch of comedic actors. Like yes. Chris Pratt, yes. most well known for uh, Parks and Rec, right? You've got uh, Sam Richardson, who's probably best known for Veep which he's very funny in. and he's, uh, sh- he's good in this movie. What are you talking sh- about? Shout out. Yeah, Sam Richardson's always good. He's <laughs> uh, he's a featured uh, player in the uh, show I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. Uh, shout out. Season two just came out. I got to watch the rest of that tonight. Um, yeah, so it's him. Like Betty Gilpin, I think is her name, who plays Chris Pratt's wife. Best known for Glow, a comedy series. Uh, Yvonne Str- Strahovski, best known for Chuck comedy series like these are all comic actors that are trying oh. to play the most suffocatingly serious roles jk it's simmons sucks. is in some of the best movies ever in movies that you've rocks, rated very always. high sure love jk you know, simmons but like he's the best part of this movie barely in the movie anyway <laughs> i love i love this movie aldous hodge's was- little brother okay or big brother i don't i don't even know no the best part of this whole movie was realizing that after two hours when i thought this movie was over there was another 30 minutes I know. and that 30 minute window included nothing but jk simmons and i was like <laughs> you know what i'm okay with this that 30 minute window <clears throat> could have just been the whole movie that could have <laughs> been like the way they solved the problem from the very fucking start <laughs> uh i you know what look I actually enjoyed myself watching this movie <laughs> because it's one of those things like I'll flip it. It's like, I expected nothing from this movie. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yes. They spent a lot of money to get a big name actor like Chris Pratt into it. Don't get me wrong. Chris Pratt is the worst action star. And a couple of have. other things. What are you talking about? He's in some of my best action movies in terms of my Marvel rankings with guardians of the galaxy. That's action. Regardless. <laughs> I, I, you know, it was kind of like, it at least had you guessing. And I really like the, like, I feel like if you're like a sci-fi guy, like, yes, it was like weird, but it's like, that was some of the like cooler, like alien, like kind of like CGI stuff. At least I have seen it as of like didn't, late didn't care personally. That's fine. I'm just saying Thought I it did was real bad, <laughs> <laughs> but I like, but I like that they were smart too. Like they weren't stupid aliens either. Like it was like, it was kind of cool that they seemed to kind of sort of, yeah, I mean, they were, they were smart, but they also weren't really organized. They were just sort of hunters in the vein yeah, but, of I mean, like that's... the quiet place monsters too. Sure. But I, that's what I like. Like this movie kind of had like a little bit of that, obviously the sci-fi, a little bit of the action, a little bit, honestly, more questions than answers. So I guess you could argue like a mystery to it kind of thing, even though it's like, mm-hmm. you didn't really need to know the answers, but it's like, like still, where did it's they like, come from? How did they, yeah, like what was yeah, going like, on with that? You could have, you're right. This movie didn't need to be two and a half hours because there's so many times where like they say something or do something. And you're like, wait, this could have literally ended in the past. If you had just done your due diligence, like, you know, you've had 50 years and however long that war had been going on after they had visited the past to realize, Oh, how can we like prepare defenses or prepare something right. that we know is inevitable in the next 50 years? Like there's preparations that can be made. I get that. Whatever. Who cares? I don't think that's the point. 
Um, <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Why be smart when you could be stupid and just sure. go balls to the walls and 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 add this element of like that's our Orwin. philosophy. You know, right? There is no rhyme or reason, and they, you know, there's that scene where they're trying to catch like the queen and stuff because she's the reason the pathogen and stuff isn't working, or you know, because like, yeah, because they needed some. But like that's cool. Like when they're all like it, running sure. in and stuff, and he's trying to like go in the hole and like save his daughter and stuff. Like adds a little bit of like you know suspense and mm-hmm. and horror elements in a sense too. You know, not no. what I yeah, what they tried to make it so like touching and emotional about like how. Chris Pratt's character is like lost and like he leaves his family he finds out but like he's he's like I would never do that and then his daughter like sacrifices himself he's like I learned so much about myself now I would never leave my family even though it was like never even like a thing that was hinted at that he was unhappy at home or anything like hey hey, you don't mess with family apparently not (laughs) but not you know I I don't know why I guess it's because it's like Yes, it had premises of movies I've seen before, as I mm-hmm. mentioned. Um, but it was something different. It was, you know, Amazon has the money to do these kind of things. And as much as, you know, at least it's like, okay, I enjoyed my time as well, kind of watching that. I will never watch this movie again. I will not think yeah. about this movie again. It's the same thing as The Fast and the Furious. But at the time, like I said, like there was some funny moments in this movie with the characters and stuff. Like, you know, some of these people that you've mentioned, they've had their success in in more so tv comedies and whatnot but here they are getting thrown into movies and you know just you know they're having a good time and i you know i had a good time too watching this enough to where it's like okay it is what it is yes i have more questions than i have answers now that this is over Mm -hmm. um but whatever it's really the chris pratt of it all that just throws me off because like i i sort of kind of get why he is an action movie star now like he is moderately good looking he is in a cult uh, which is like a prerequisite for being a Hollywood star, really, at this point. Um, he's funny enough that, like, it's disarming. It's all, he's got the ingredients there, but he's just not, he's not an action star. Like, he's just not compelling as, like, Vin Diesel can't even act, but you see him, like, flip a car over, you're like, fuck yeah, this guy is a fucking <laughs> star. And, like, you see that out of, like, The Rock. You see that out of, like, uh, Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise or whatever. Like, these these guys that are headlining action movies, Chris Evans, whatever. Like, those guys have that, whatever that quality is that you need to be an action movie star. Moderately charming, whatever. Chris Pratt just, for whatever reason, does not have that that gene in him, like, it works in Guardians of the Galaxy because that role skews more t- towards comedy. And like the fucking um, Jurassic World movies, he's, it's just not a, it, it's not, they're not good. He's not good in them. This movie, not good. He's not particularly good in it. I just, I think we need to stop trying to make Chris Pratt our action movie star in the year 2021. I, uh, I want to just have this disclaimer out here so I don't get affiliated with you in this moment in time. Uh, Chris Pratt, if you're listening or anyone else who's a Chris Pratt fan, I do not agree with what my co-host here, Evan, is saying. (laughs) (laughs) He's great as like Andy Dwyer. He is, he is so funny in that kind of role and he just excels. No, 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 don't go, don't go back. Don't, don't try. The experiment in action just is not, it's just not working, man. 
I, I, I'll disagree. I will. I don't know. He's I, I find him fun. I, you know, he does have those same elements and characteristics. I feel like that you described with all the other people. Um, I don't think he's any lesser or more than any of those people. Great as a voice actor. Great as a voice actor. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Lego but, movie onward. Come on. I, yeah, whatever, man. I think he, he still checks all those check boxes. I had a good time. Like I said, he doesn't off put me to like where this movie was you know the script was really the problem i don't feel like he was the problem i don't feel like he's been the pro- like none of the actors or actresses in this movie are the problem mm-hmm. it is ultimately it is the script if anything if you sure. know but uh yeah i don't know do you think this movie would have played better in a theater because i mean i know i was yes. kind of sitting on the couch kind of yes. like half watching it at points when i was just like all right i can't i can't handle this anymore no this 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 is one of those ones you know like you you spoke to like oh, i had a good time it's a summer blockbuster hit mm-hmm. um kind of thing and if it was in theaters like i had actually seen this i had uh, anthony come over and we watched it together so it's like it's that communal experience that you talk about. It's like, yeah, this would have been more fun to like go see with friends and like in yeah. theaters and, and have the atmospheric around you with the surround sound and obviously the bigger screen. Everything pops more, of course, with the noise sure. and, and stuff and the flash. All that. Yeah, yeah, and you're definitely more focused, right? It's always that, you know, if you're not, if it can't keep your attention because it drags on or whatever and whatnot mm-hmm. and you start flipping on your phone, I, I get it. Like, but uh, I guess maybe that's the difference. But I had fun with it, man. I, I stayed intense. Chris Pratt did an interview and said that the reason he signed on was he read the script and he thought this was the most compelling movie he'd ever read. So Chris, <laughs> no, <laughs> don't do it, buddy. <laughs> uh, the Tomorrow War Two, it's gonna happen, dude. In sixty years in the future, oh, you know what actually pissed me God. off too. Reflecting on this, if the female, like, was this just one female population? That was really <laughs> quite the line right there. If if it was one female populating like all of these aliens and stuff, mm-hmm. and it was their intent to kill her because that's where the pathogen needed to get to, because they already knew they could kill the males. Why didn't they kill her first when they went back to the spaceship in Russia? They started injecting it in all the other ones, and then oh shit, they're all hatching. Oh, man, out. none of this movie makes any sense. Why did they not kill the kill her first? Why were they so easy for Chris Pratt to kill, but literally impossible for anyone else to kill? Family, baby. Family. Exactly. <laughs> Just like Chris Pratt easily survives a week with no problem, but yet like 90, 70% of the people that go into the future die immediately. Like, <laughs> cool. Yeah, that makes sense. He had the best spawn point. He spawned in the middle of freaking sky or something and he got so lucky to land in a pool while like, i know most the of other them people... just died by falling off the building <laughs> this movie sucks dude it's so dumb <laughs> no it's dumb if it's dumb it's dumb in a good way i enjoyed myself <laughs> i will say no more there's nothing so we, else we to can say. both agree that one of these movies that we talked about today was dumb in a fun way and the other one was dumb in a not fun way we just can't agree on which one <laughs> there you go you guys make that uh, decision and see which one is dumb in a fun or way. Maybe it's both a better movie. You. Yeah. No, watch these movies. So that way you we won't get to regret listens. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's round right, it let, up, Cody. Letterbox roundup. Boom, boom. Uh, I'm on the opposite side of you on this one. Uh, just like you gave Fast and Furious 9, F9, uh, three stars. I also decided to give this movie three stars for what it was. What did I rate this? Oh, this was a two star movie. This movie <gasps> sucked. 
not two and a half. Like J.K. Simmons doesn't get any love from you. You know, you did you did a terrible job of convincing me that this movie was any better than I thought. There's it was there was originally. no convincing. It was what it was, and you either appreciated it or you didn't. And I don't know what to tell you. The aliens were cool. The sun will come out tomorrow, so you gotta hang on till tomorrow. Come what may, tomorrow. Tomorrow, I love ya, tomorrow, you're only a day away. All right, Cody, that does it for this week's episode of Spinning the Reel. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, you should go leave us a review or a rating so more people can listen to it and you won't feel alone. Leave a review on how Evan should watch Fast and the Furious movies faster so that we don't miss a week. And talk to our bosses about uh, having a less busy schedule. True. We, uh, we're going to be back next week, though, with uh, some Black Widow action. Ah, See if maybe yeah. we can get some Loki in there, too. We're, we're really... Hit the Marvel training in the mar. Yeah, we've got to capitalize. Well, the getting's good. We, hey, two Evan, metaphors there. I, that was so good, buddy. I'm so happy for you. Where can the people find us, Cody? No, 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 no. Where, where can they find you, Evan? Because you have some exciting news, I feel like. for This is the social close. What did you just reactivate that I people can find just you? reactivated my Instagram. So I'm back hey. after, I don't know, I was gone for, what, three, four months? I don't, Something like I don't that. know how long. I didn't care. You were counting I mean, I the care. days. We all know you were counting the days. Anyway, I'm back. So you can follow me there, but I don't know why you'd want to. Uh, my account is private and I probably won't let you back. <laughs> <laughs> but for this podcast, where I'm tagging you. Find I'm, us? I'm tagging you in all our Instagram posts. So yeah, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter, guys. It's spinning the real R-E-E-L. The big one is our website, uh, www.spinningthereal.com. All our podcasts are there. All of Evan's reviews can be found Which there. I need to get to writing. Yeah. Like I said, we have our Twitter feed on there. So, so really anything and everything is there for you guys. Um, and like I said, wherever you're listening to, we appreciate it. Yeah. We're gonna, we're just gonna keep the ball rolling here. You know, I've actually, it's funny, it's summertime, baby. It's time to just keep harping. Time on to hit all the movies. movies. Yeah, dude. I've actually watched more movies now. Last month, you've been watching a lot like, of movies lately. I've noticed I that. Well, movies are coming out again. I renewed my AMC pass. I'm going back into the theaters. Like I see a movie now. Like at home, I was always like once a week, but now it's like I go to the theaters too. So it's like I'm getting. Gotta like get two your or three th- movies in. Yeah, I'm getting like two or three a week now. So it's it's kind of nice. It's kind of fun, and so here we are. But yeah, guys, hour long the pod point. on this is, the This boss is our baby. close. This is supposed to be our close. Boss Family baby. business. <laughs> we should have done that. What are we doing? This was a. This was all about family this opportunity. It was a missed opportunity. All right, we were dragging this on, Cody. It's time to let the people go. (laughs) Okay, people, this is how we do it here at Spinning the Reel. If you've just tuned in for the first time, uh, I always just go like this and the podcast ends. Bye.